0: the successes they've had, ways that they have become so definitively focused on moving forward. We look forward to sharing their stories, and we hope that they inspire you just as much as they have inspired us. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Focused on Forward. Today, I am very excited and and pleased to bring to you uh, if you're familiar with TikTok this this man his his username there is man from somewhere and uh, his name is Johan Van Vuren and Johan is one of the people on TikTok that I find to be extremely captivating he has a lot of positive content he focuses on moving forward on things and so his message of positivity and and focusing on how to move forward Seem to be a perfect fit for our little podcast here, Focused on Forward. So I was extremely thrilled when he said that he would be a guest on the show and that he was looking forward to talking with us. So, Johan, thank you for being a guest today. We're excited to have you. Oh, I'm excited to be with you. Yeah, excellent. So um, one of the things that I, I noticed about your TikToks and, and things, other than the fact that that they were uh, so positive and you're always being encouraging and upbuilding and, and all those things, is you talk about being on a path to self-healing yeah so uh many times in life there's things and obstacles in our in our way that we have to work ourselves around and and overcome so if you don't mind could you tell us what led you to a path of self-healing can you take us through that story
1: yeah i mean my um my whole background is i was born in south africa um and south africa is a very harsh country you know i uh I grew up in the apartheid era. Uh, Although I was a a young boy myself during that time, um, it it was very harsh um, to sort of see us as a young boy growing up. And also, um, the the way South Africans were back in the day, you know, they were very conservative people where men used to just sort of go to work and provide. um, And there was no real interaction, no really sharing of feelings, you know, emotions were suppressed. Um, and you just had to get on with it. And um, so I, I actually moved over to the UK when I was about 23. And um, on, a, on, a, on a rugby basis, I wanted to come play professional rugby over in the UK. And that's why I initially came over, you know. And um, as I, when I came over, I was very um, self destructive, as to say, you know, I would. Uh, I would get into a relationship and it would go very well, but very soon I would um, self-destruct. You know, I, I I sort of believed, my belief system was that I didn't deserve happiness, you know, um, and I didn't deserve any, any good coming my way. Um, and that goes back also to my childhood, where, um, long story short, my biological father, I didn't really find out about that until a later stage of my life, which um, was quite traumatic for me because my dad that brought me up literally brought me up since I was a baby. And um, my grandmother told me the story that my dad wasn't my dad when I was probably, I think about 11, 12 years old. Um, She took it off her own back to tell me without my parents' consent. Um, because going back to those sort of eras, well, the the older generation, very, very conservative, she thought that my parents were never going to share it with me. Um, And in their their side, they were just waiting for me to be a little bit older to understand it basically a bit more. Um, So, and my mum even said to me, you know, when that episode happened, my whole demeanor changed. You know, I went from being a really open child to someone that completely shut off. So um, yeah, that's a, that's uh, a
0: pretty big shift
1: in your world there. Yeah, it was, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a really funny story how I actually discovered my, um, my biological father because I, uh, and, and a lot of people, when I tell them this story, they go, Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> Cause how it leads up to it was basically, I was seeing this girl. Uh, I was 17. She was a year older than me and uh, we started dating and I've always been very open about the fact that, um, my dad's not my biological father, but he's my dad that brought me up. If it would come up in a conversation, you know, I wouldn't go and blurt it out to the world, but I've always been quite open about everything about my life. So um, this girl, uh, we, we were dating for quite a while, and I basically told her the story at some point, and she, that evening, told her mum. And uh, I told her my biological father's name, and uh, when she told her mum, her mum literally, Almost fell on her back, and it turned out that her mum and my biological father's sister were best friends. Oh my! Okay, and uh, that's literally how I got in touch with him was was through her. And a lot, of people, a lot of people, when I tell them the story, they go, oh, please don't tell me she was your sister. <laughs> I'll be honest. That's exactly where I thought you were going. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But anyway, so that that was uh, that was a big thing in my life that um, was the trauma, basically. You know, um, and if you don't heal traumas, you uh, you will carry on with those traumas. Through, throughout your life you know you have to go and heal them agreed and and, 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 and overcome them basically and that's a big thing in a, in a child's life as well the first six years and this is what I've learned through therapy and stuff is the first six years is when any child's belief system basically gets formed um, and it can be any sort of trauma that's why they could for instance bite their nails or um, react to certain things etc. But anyway, yeah, that, I that was a big thing for me. So when I came over to the UK, you know, I, like I said earlier, as I came to play rugby in the UK, and uh, I was in the country about four or five months when uh, I met my first wife. And um, we, uh, we got married and um, we had two beautiful sons. Um, but unfortunately, the, the, uh, the marriage didn't last, you know, it did break down in the end. And um, a lot of that was to do with me self-destructing, you know, I, I literally just didn't open up, you know, I, I was very closed off. As soon as things started going well, I, I start closing off and I, I just go completely within myself. So once we broke up, you know, um, I started looking into ways of overcoming fears and overcoming emotional uh, um. Breakdowns that that restricted me in 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 growing, you know, um, because as you get older in life as well, you start seeing things, and that's a big thing that I I learned myself is when I came over to the UK um, is to accept different cultures, because in South Africa we are a very religious country you know christianity is huge in south africa so anything outside the norm of christianity is a big 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 no-no you know you um it's just not really accepted in a a way if you know what i mean or back in the day when i grew up so when i came to the uk that was a a big eye-opener for me to interact with different cultures different backgrounds different ethnicities you know um so I was very curious to understand what their point of view was, what their beliefs was, you know? Um, So I started making a lot of friends from different backgrounds, uh, different religions, different, different ethnicities, um, different cultures, just to sort of learn. And um, like I say, so that unfortunately, my first, my first marriage didn't didn't work out, that broke up. And then um, when I met my second wife, uh, we, we were kind of on the way um, of healing ourselves as well as a couple, you know. Um, Because, again, the same sort of problem started happening in in that marriage as well, where things just wasn't going as smooth as it did in the first two years, for instance. You know, it started progressively breaking down. And that's when I started discovering... um, meditation. I uh, I did a lot of therapy as well, which is uh, emotional freedom technique, EFT, which is yep. the tapping technique. So I, I, I went to see a therapist uh, who helped me in, in that with respect. And the wonderful thing about EFT is it basically takes you back to that childhood trauma. Um, and it works a lot on episodes that has caused you to to form those beliefs and what you can do is during that EFT therapy is you go back into that scenario and you completely change the picture so you 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 just heal that trauma basically and you come out the other side um how you want to to go forward basically so that helped a lot for me um and during that time as well the therapist I was seeing introduced me to a a wonderful, uh, mentor called, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, who's, uh, who's, um, he does his own meditations. He's, uh, does a lot of quantum physics. He's a chiropractor by, um, that, that, that's what he used to do. He used to be a chiropractor. He's still doing that. He still, he had a huge practice. And his background story was he got run over during a triathlon and, um, he broke his back and he had to get harrington rods basically put in and he was be in in constant pain for the rest of his life um so i don't know if you know the story about dr joe Dispenza, but he basically healed himself in 12 weeks through meditation wow um which is yeah and uh, (laughs) i was like when i read that i was just like oh my god you know and um So I started, I got his books um, and I started reading the books and I started getting the meditations. And then I went on to a a three day retreat in Edinburgh, which is like an introduction uh, into his work. And the wonderful thing about him is, is um, he explains to you what meditation is all about, you know, because as men, we are very analytical. And we want to understand why we do things. We don't just want to do stuff. We want to understand why we do these things. Right. Know? Not emotionalized.
0: It's, uh, it's a very analytical process for most men. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And this is what what what's so brilliant about him is he explains to you exactly the quantum physics behind it as well. He um, he goes into depth about that. Um, and for me, when I when I started doing his work, what one of the things he says is. He tells you what to do and why you do it. And then the how becomes easier, you know. Um, And uh, so I started doing his work. And then I went on to a a seven day retreat as well um, in Cancun, which was um, a complete eye opener and a life changing experience for me, Uh, because we don't just do do we do sort of four or five different meditations you even do like a walking meditation where you meditate with your eyes open you know you get yourself into that state whereas you you don't focus on one thing you just open your vision and you literally don't see anything you just see the openness in front of you while you do the walking meditation um and then obviously we do a, a seated medita- meditation you do a lying down meditation and a standing meditation as well um and uh i can honestly say hand on heart he's he is probably one of the the biggest influences in my life that uh completely changed things around for me uh in 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 the in the, the part of healing okay which, um really sort of grounded me in in a way you know and also because i used to have a lot of anger you know i um, Oh, huge huge anger you know i would uh, literally at the click of a button i could I, I i used to flip around and 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 be very aggressive not physically but verbally verbally um, emotionally yeah oh absolutely you know and and uh, um it, and and that's how i self-destructed you know i would i would just literally explode so um that for me was 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 a massive massive a part of my healing and i still do the meditations now you know i've it's been over uh, it's about two years now that i've been on the the okay. retreat in cancun um obviously last year uh or this 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 past year all of those uh he does once one a month more or less all over the world um and there's about a thousand to two thousand people that goes to his retreats um and I was gonna do more, but obviously with what's happened, um, it's yeah, thank
0: of, you, 2020.
1: Yeah, <laughs> 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 complete disaster. Yeah,
0: but um 2020's yeah, you know, pretty much shut all that down. So
1: exactly, exactly. The wonderful thing is about Dr. Joe, what he's what he's done is once you come out of the retreats, he's got a face group, Facebook group for um his attendees that's done the seven-day retreat where he comes in once a month. Um and uh, he he talks to you and he goes through things with you, you know, um, as a group. Um, and what he did as well is during this uh, isolation period and the lockdown period, he actually did a retreat online uh, for free for, for all the attendees that has done a seven-day nice. retreat as nice. well, which was right in the beginning of lockdown, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it's just been, for me, that side of things has been, that's, that's where... I've done a lot of work, you know, and I I meditate still daily. I I get up quite early in the morning. Um, I normally meditate any time between sort of four, half past four, five. That's the sort of time I get up to do my meditation, because what tend to happen is the melatonin levels in your brain is still very active. So it's very easy for you to slip into that. He calls it the eye of the needle where the body's asleep, but the mind's awake. You know, so uh, and that's where you want to be. And once you're in that in that zone there, you can then connect to the unified field, as he says, which all of us got is basically the aura that that every person has got around you. And that's where you draw your energy from. Um, And instead of and and this is another thing I've learned from him as well is if you, for instance, um, sit and ponder and you've got issues and things in your life and someone has, for instance, say someone's pissed you off in, in traffic. Um, and you, uh, you're driving to work and that guy's cut you off, you can sit about that lingering for hours and it can be at the bottom of your stomach and really just grind away on you. And what you're actually doing is by thinking about that all the time, you are putting all of your energy into that problem. So instead of doing that, what we do is we, we try and bring that energy back into yourself. And when you do that, Instead of focusing on that, you focus that energy back on yourself. And that is now creative energy, you know, and that's how you can now become a better person. You can start creating your future. You know, it's uh, it's very in-depth. I'm just sort of skimming on, on the stuff that he does and what he's taught me. Um, but yeah, for me, that, that's been a major, major part. Okay. So how I got into the TikTok side of things is in the beginning of the year, you know, it was just... Um, my my second marriage broke down at the beginning of the year. Um, basically, I and also what I did back in of last year is I actually went on to a few different retreats. I went to Peru um, on an ayahuasca retreat, which was mind-blowing. You know, for me, that was also um, an eye-opener. Um, different culture. Um, Met we were there was about eight nine of us on the retreat um we were there for 10 days um in the middle of the rainforest there was absolutely no contact with the outside world there was no wi-fi there was literally an hour's electricity uh during night time when they would start a generator there was no hot water um they used to bring the water from the from the amazon up the the guys who worked there and then they would Um, come and fill your tank in your little shack that you lived in. And you also, the shacks that we sort of stayed in or the little lodges we had was quite far apart. So the only times we really interacted with each other was during breakfast, lunch or dinner time. And during the days we had ceremonies in the evening, there would be no dinner. You would only literally see the people in the morning when you had breakfast and then lunch. And then once that's finished, that hour that you spend together, people would go and do their own thing. You know, you'd go back to your, your place where you stayed or you can go for a walk in the forest um you know but you are very on your own there and that's part of the the healing because okay when you are with your own thoughts you know that's that's when you start going right what what's coming up what is that trying to teach me what is that feeling where does that feeling resonate from you know um and then obviously sure. with the ceremonies that we did um I don't know if you've done the ayahuasca before, but the ayahuasca is, uh, is which is a basically a plant medicine, um, uh, which is the DMT side of is it DMT? I think it is. Yeah, DMT. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, and that's, um it is a some people say it's an hallucination drug, um, but you know, it just for me the experience that I had is when you do the ayahuasca is you are completely 100% with it, like me and you now talking, you know, this. you don't feel that you under any influence of any, any drugs or anything like that. But when you stand up, you are very disorientated, you know, um, and also the, the very humbling side of the retreat I had there was the Peruvian people who worked on the retreat, you know, they were very, very poor. However, they absolutely went out of their way to make sure that you as an individual your needs were met you were looked after you were cared for you know um, it's a very humbling experience because it's it's very similar the the thing I can not similar the thing that I can relate to is when my um, first wife gave birth to our sons uh, the doctor said to her When she walked into the uh the delivery room that leave your dignity at the front door and you can pick it back up when you go out um because you know there's just no control and it's exactly the same with the ayahuasca you know it's uh it's 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 a a messy process uh it's a lot of purging um And uh, but, you know, they they look after you and um, the the two shamans that that were there you know, they were just absolutely wonderful. Um, We had meetings in the mornings after the the retreat and evening and he would go through everything with us, what we experienced, you know, we would share. So for me, that was that was also a very humbling experience. So when I came back of that, I then went to uh, Glastonbury in the beginning of January and I went on a breathwork course um did transformational breath because all of these things what i found through time and investigating different cultures it's all connected it's all the same thing you know there's a few things yes christianity might believe this and buddhism might believe that but for me in general what i found it's very very similar you know it's it's mm-hmm. all connected it's all interlinked um but like i said there is a lot of things that is different but there's so many things that is very much the same so and that's that's what i found so um then i went on to the breathwork course and that week i did the breathwork as well was also a very um similar but very different experience as well where you use your breath to basically get you into that Almost like an hypnotic state, uh where you disconnect from the third dimension and you connect to the fifth dimension if you if, if that makes sense, you know. Um and you, you literally go into into the unified field where everything is possible, you know. Um there's no time, you know. Uh if you want something now, it's there, you know, it's 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 that concept. So um I did a lot of healing during that as well. And then, uh, like I said, it's the beginning of after that, my my second marriage broke down um, and that's in that period. I was very isolated. Uh, I lost my home. I lost my family, you know, um, and I was very, very on my own. I only had my my young daughter with me, um, who um, who who's with me more or less 50 percent of the time now still. Um, And uh, the times I didn't have uh, I felt so disconnected although i did a lot of the healing there was a lot of these fears that started coming back and the way i felt is the only way that i can progress is by putting out what i've learned you know and and by giving back and so when i started tiktok first of all the first things i did was as they say on tiktok was thirst trapping you know um so i was a bit of a thirst trap i, I guess <laughs> which was which was quite fun um but i still did a lot of motivational quotes there's a guy called creating wonders um which uh, i did a lot of his uh voiceover stuff basically just lip-syncing his his quotes um and i had a lot of feedback where people were saying you, you should use your own voice you know um and that's when I went into that, which was, I would say, probably I've been TikToking since maybe January, March, April. I think it was the middle of April when I really started, beginning of May, maybe. Um, so it was maybe June, July when I started really flipping to started doing more of my own voice. And that's when it started growing and I started giving back a, a lot more to the community and to the world really out there. Um, and it's been a very humbling experience as well for myself. you know, I've had untold messages uh, of people coming back to me, uh, just thanking me, you know. Um, yeah, so it's been yeah it's been an eye opener if, you, if yeah, you know what I'm... I've, I've'
0: I've read well, I don't see your private messages, but I've seen a lot of the comments that people have left on your post. I'm um, pretty sure I've left a couple of them. Uh, just thanking you for the positivity of the some of the things that you've done. Because uh, I think I started following you. I want to say it was in August. Because I was, I'm, you know, I think I started. I think I started on TikTok in July. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I was kind of late to the TikTok party, but you know. Um, so let me ask you a couple questions uh, yeah. based on on your experiences. Um, you know how you how you have decided to become focused on forward. You're you've you've moved yourself. Onto this path of self healing, this path of positivity. So, how do you now deal with failure? Because that's something we all have to deal with. It's all, something we all have to work through. And especially for somebody who's working on healing, there's always going to be a fear of failure. So, how do yeah, you deal with that you. on a day to day?
1: Yeah. So, for me, you know, it's I, I, I mean, like everyone, we're only human, you know, and we will stumble at times. Um what what I try and focus on is if something does come up, uh, I try and always flip it around and say, right, what is that trying to teach me? Where if if that anger comes up or that emotion comes up of resentment or um a lot of the times it's probably in my situation, will be anger, you know, um, or frustration. And I would then go into that emotion and that feeling and really delve into that and sit with myself maybe for five minutes sometimes half an hour and just close my eyes and I focus on that emotion to say right where where do I feel that in my body where where is that resonating from you know and and if you go into yourself what I feel for my for myself personally when I do that where and that comes down to the therapy as well that I've done is I can start feeling how old is that I ask myself how old is that feeling you know, is it is it a feeling that comes up when I was 13, when I was bullied in the swimming pool, for instance, where my, my mates didn't want to the, the older boys I was playing with at the time didn't want to let me out of the pool. And, and I had the fear of drowning. You know, is it that sort of frustration or is it a frustration of um, not getting into the first rugby team, for instance, you know, um, that's the sort of things that I, I focus on. I go literally go into that emotion. And I'm asking myself the question: Where does that resonate? Where does that come from? And what is that trying to teach me? Um, and that—that that is the thing that I focus on. And, and I would say nine times out of ten, it works for for myself. And I, I can relate to that. And I can go back into that uh, specific event and heal that memory. As okay. uh, if you know what I mean. Well,
0: that's good okay so I've also found that for people to be able to maintain a path of positivity uh, moving forward uh, we have to learn acceptance and gratitude yes so how do you how does Johan express gratitude for good things or good people?
1: Oh, how do I express gratitude <laughs> do you know it's um, it's a funny one because I, I my whole outlook is I'm I'm, i I look at what I've got. I actually did a quote this morning, um, which I've not posted yet. I, I might be posting that tonight or um, when I've got my daughter. Because I, I do a lot of stuff now where I, I I back it up, and then when I've not got my when I've got my daughter, um, I try and stay off. But I've still got the, the 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 sort of drafts there that I can then still post and still being active on, on online basically. So um, the one that I did this morning was basically about being grateful for what i've got now and not um be ungrateful or or not be ungrateful or um try and get more or what i've not got and have the resentment because i've not got that other stuff yet so if i just focus on what i've got now right that gratitude and if you if you've got gratitude in your heart right because that's where love comes from is 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 the center point it's in your heart yeah and if you've got that gratitude in there they there can't be no lack and there can't be no separation because if you if you feel that love you, it's impossible to feel any disconnection to 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 whatever you've not got because through this meditation of dr joe as well is if you if you want something you meditate on it and you can basically create your own future you can you can create whatever you want so what we've learned is is instead of cause and effect we do we we turn it around so you feel first if you so so let me put it to you this way if i give you a million pounds you're gonna be pretty happy right oh yeah sure now how how's that that feeling that you're gonna have if you can imagine yourself There's a million pound right there now on top of your table. That's yours. You are going to be, oh my God, that feeling of joy, of excitement, of possibilities is just going to overflow. Oh yeah, absolutely. What if you can feel that before the actual event? So that's what we do. So if you can feel that emotion, you will actually draw that event to you. Okay. Okay. Right. So and this is what I do as well as with everything now is my gratitude. I I've taught myself through Dr. Joe's work um, to start feeling gratitude before anything else. I'm I'm always grateful for everything I've got now and whatever I'm still going to get in the future. I'm already grateful for that. And when you've got that gratitude in your heart, you've got that love in your heart. You can't feel lack. you can't feel separation because you're overflowing. You know, it's like, it's like, almost like if you're in love and that first sort of month that you are literally overflowing with, you want to just buy a chocolate and flowers and you want to kiss and you want to cuddle, you know, that, that feeling, there's nothing better (laughs) than that. You know, if you can yourself to just feel like that constantly, nothing can beat that, can it? So that's, that's how I sort of express my, my life now, you know, as I'm, i'm like I, I drove back from glasgow this morning um i i was down there with some friends and and uh we we did a, a lot of stuff over the weekend um which i posted on TikTok as well where we did a, a ropes course and we went hiking uh i went into the the waterfalls um on the great mare's tail and we did some uh wild swimming you know in in, in some of the gorges there which was fantastic and uh driving back you know it was uh Every time I drive this road back in through the highlands, you know, it's it's the same road, but I see different things all the time. You know, I'm always on the lookout of the beauty in in, in, in everywhere. And I know specific places, what's gonna come up. But I still look forward to that because I know if it's rained a bit more, the water that's going to come down that mountain is going to be a bit stronger. And and for me, when I see waterfalls and things like that, oh, my God, I'm like a child. I just want to go in it, you know, so they're amazing. I I always try and just remember those feelings. And that's what I focus on. All right. Excellent. So, okay, so, uh, yeah, developing
0: a feeling of contentment, we could say, Uh, being happy with what we have, looking forward to the other good things are coming. I like that. That's very good all right so another thing i that i find with people who are are positive and and focused on forward is that it comes for a lot of things it's it's about perspective Uh and what your answer just now is a little bit about our perspective on things about being happy and things but how do you keep that sense of perspective when things are tough when life when 2020 happens, and life gets tough for everybody, because this has been a common thread with a lot of people I've interviewed this year, is that there's been a difficulty in keeping perspective. So, how do you fight, fight to keep perspective on a day-to-day basis to be to allow you to continue to
1: move forward? Well, I for me, that's when I turn to TikTok, you know, and I I I look at TikTok basically um, since I've started doing it as everyone is in the same scenario and what a lot of people have I would probably say 95% of the people of our generation of say the 25 30 30 plus um, we've made fun of a difficult situation we've literally laughed about um things that's that's been out of our control you know things that's been disastrous you know um and and so whenever i feel that that side of things does creep in I go onto TikTok and I start laughing about, and I, and I just scroll, you know. I, I don't focus on on what 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 I've put out. I go onto the the for you page um, yeah. and my following page, and I just flick through. There's some people I do know that, that will always cheer me up, and I would go to their page specifically to go and have a look at them. Um, and sometimes I would just go and I would uh, I've got a, a another phone that I, I that I've connected, but I don't um you have not got an account on there but i can still scroll so because the algorithm knows what i'm looking for it doesn't always bring the funny stuff up for me so i use the other phone to just go and scroll and then you get so much different content that comes up yeah um and funny stuff you know and that's that's what i turn to if things are really tough and 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 and, and pressing you know and and i can tell you what within literally five ten minutes um, I would have found three or four TikToks in there that's literally made me barely laugh, and and that sort of <laughs> that depression is is all the, the 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 darkness is is completely lifted. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I have to be honest. I do pretty much the same thing. Um, <laughs> I have found that you know um, yeah, there's a negative side to everything out there, but if you you know, there's so much positivity that I found on that app. I think it's I think it's crazy. Uh, Not only that, but there's people who are out there. um, There's people who push positivity and I I like following them. But there are also people who have got just some straight up humor pages that are just great or uh, um, I'm a big animal lover and yeah, so yeah. they brilliant animals aren't they? yeah and so all these puppy posts and dog silly animal posts and, yeah, yeah. and things along those lines it's kind of hard not to get a
1: smile after about oh you know, my i watched one the other night you, in, see the you know the dog that literally um uh, he got the, every time he gets excited he he passes out have you seen that one no i have not but I haven't oh told. my god i'll send it to you i'll send it All to right. you when i yeah. finish i'll send it to you on tiktok mate it's the funniest thing i literally i mean it's, <laughs> he, he literally gets so excited he faints it's it's the funniest thing you'll see in your life oh my it's hysterical i, I love man, it that's so funny so yeah so that, that sort of stuff i can relate it's very funny <laughs> yeah nice okay so
0: i also think that you know you you talk about your own self-healing as a path and that you're growing towards a path of self-healing. So I look at my own life uh, at 17. I wasn't the same person. I was at 14 at 20. I wasn't the same person. I was at 17, you yeah. know, and, and so forth and so on. We're always evolving and changing and becoming something different due to our circumstances. Absolutely. So that leads me to ask
1: you. Yeah. Who
0: are you becoming?
1: Do you know um, I'm, I'm, I, I did a I did a a, a lip sync of um, the speech that Matthew McConaughey did um, in the Oscars of my hero. Yeah, that's and, brilliant. Yes, and I I see myself like that. You know, I um, I look up to him a lot. I, I think he's uh, he's a fantastic role model. You know, he's very humbling, um, and uh, he's um, he's always got so much positivity himself. You know, and and specifically that speech. You know, he like he says in that he's he was asked to to name his hero and then he came back and he said well it's me in 10 years time and then he came back again after 10 years and he asked him the same question he says oh no no no, i'm not even close my hero is 10 years from now and that's how i look at myself as well you know i'm always going to be developing and i'm always going to be evolving um into which eventually will be the end goal but I doubt it if we'll ever get there, you know? So you're always going to have to try to be, become better and, and, and just strive to, um, to be better. So for me as well is what I look at is I just want to be a good dad, you know, to my children. Um, I want them to look back one day and go, you know what? He, he's he's done the best that he could. Um, He's provided. He's, he's gone out of his way to do things for us, you know, Um, and not just for us, you know, Everyone else that they will talk to, would. Prop- I would like them to say, yes, you know, we can uh, almost say that he's got a legacy, if you know what I mean, um, which is tough, you know, because um, we're only human and, and we will make mistakes. But that's how we learn, you know, you you, you have to make mistakes to evolve um, and to better yourself, you know, and, and, and that's what I do um, and focus on. And I, I always just strive to to make yesterday better than it was or t- tomorrow better than it was yesterday. No, I think
0: that's good. I think that's a very good outlook on it. Um, I saw that McConaughey speech, and I, I think I watched it about three times in succession.
1: Yeah.
0: Because each time I picked up a new note out of it that I didn't catch the first time, and I just thought it was such a brilliant way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because, I, you know, I don't want to be the same person in ten years. No. I, I want to be somebody different. I want to be somebody better uh, than I am now. Uh, and so I'm hoping that the people who knew me when I was 20, look at me now in my, my early forties and go, yeah, he's a completely different man. You know, oh, he's, yeah. you know, he's a, he's a better man
1: than he was back then. Um, so true, yeah. so true. You know, I, um, I spend a, a weekend with some of my friends, um, which is probably about a, over a month, two months ago now, you know, and, um, we had a few drinks the night and, and things came up of uh how we were same sort of thing 10 years ago you know and uh we've all evolved and i mean we even there's a picture of the three of us that that we took literally over 10 years ago we we compared the two you know and uh although we can still see it's us we we have evolved so much and and it's the same in um how we were back in those days as well you know we were completely different people um in different scenarios you know um uh in all walks of life you know uh, with no children now we've got children uh, how we behaved as as sort of single guys then to to how we're behaving now you know um, how yeah just the the the, the whole the whole thing is, is completely different so yes i relate to that 100% yeah absolutely okay all right so
0: here's a question i like to ask as we near the end of this I, there's a question i like to ask every guest and that question is looking back over the entirety of your life, the entirety of Johann's experience on this blue sphere we call Earth, not to minimize your life experiences down to one sentence or one piece of advice, but what's one thing that's your, if you're to look back, what's the one shining star of information that you would love to make sure that everybody else knows what or that
1: you would want to share? Just to believe in yourself. Believe in yourself because you can achieve and do anything and everything that you want, 100%. All
0: right, excellent. So, uh, Johan, um, where is, can people find the best information or best ways to follow you, see your message, see the
1: things that you've been sharing? Uh, where where can people look for you? So basically, I've, my my two major platforms I use now is, is TikTok, which is um, a man from somewhere. Um, as well as uh, um, I've started being much more, much more active on uh, on Instagram as well now. Uh, my username is vJoanv. Um, uh, also a man from somewhere on there. So they're both linked. But if you go into my TikTok, there is uh, in the bio, there is a link there that um, will take you to my Instagram. Um, and what I'm also going to be starting to do now is um, I am going to create a YouTube channel uh, very soon. It's in the process of being done um where because i do a lot of adventures you know uh oh excellent okay 80 percent of my my tiktoks is um out out in the, in the mountains or uh, exploring so i'm going to start doing a sort of like an exploring blog sort of uh, vlog uh, which is going to be uh, on the youtube channel so people can see from start to finish where i would trek into the mountains what i go through uh, the whole setup how it's getting done Um, that's I want to create that Um, with fortunate what I also do with uh, in in work wise is I I do um, modeling and and uh, and I'm an actor as well Um, I do mostly um, commercial acting and commercial modeling Um, I've got a big contract with uh, the Czech Republic Uh, I'm basically the face of the lottery Um, so I yeah so we've done I've done I've done that for the last five years this is going on six years now um uh, so all their commercials all their online stuff um they've got a whole facebook page they've got a whole instagram page basically just about me and everything i do so when i do go on these commercial shoots it won't just be for the lottery but for other stuff as well um obviously this year has been a bit or has been very restricted um when i go on those sort of things that's going to go onto the youtube channel as well and that's what i want to create is that sort of thing because on my last shoot i did with the euro jackpot i met a um the photographer from from Czech who was there, um, he's got his own YouTube channel where he does similar sort of things. He's not he doesn't do it vocally. He's just um, he just takes photographs and he does um, videos. He, he does mountain biking stuff like that as well. Um, and I got the idea of him, so um, and he's going to help me a little bit. Excellent. All okay. up. So, yeah. So that's that's going to come in, but all of that will be linked on the uh, on the on the TikTok page, which is a man from somewhere okay yeah guys definitely check it out uh johan has some some uh really
0: interesting content some really inspiring things and as he's talking about uh the scenery the backdrop in many of his videos is breathtaking um the waterfalls and the mountains the uh i watched your tiktok about the rope climbs the other day uh you know and just yeah some of this stuff just wow Um, (laughs) I do have fun (laughs) yeah it's it's, some of those are are places I very much hope to visit uh, someday in my life so um, but yeah so very good Johan thank you so much for being a guest on Focused on Forward today this has been a a delightful conversation and uh, really genuinely appreciate your positivity sir thank you right thank you so much for having me on I really appreciate it all right guys that's going to conclude us for Focused on Forward well that concludes another episode focused on forward to be a guest of focused on forward you can reach us through twitter at podcast fof through our facebook page named focused on forward or through email focused on forward at gmail.com we look forward to hearing each and every one of your stories that has yet to be told so until then be safe be kind and be loving to one another as you stay focused on forward